Hey folks, welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Decked. If you own a truck, you know what it's like to have your stuff rattling around in the cab or under the seat and what a pain it can be to keep it organized, not to mention safe. Because everything you put in your truck bed is unsecured, exposed to the elements. People could jack that stuff. That's why you got to check out the Decked Drawer System. Decked will give you the peace of mind you need when going on long road trips and everyday drives because you know the personal belongings are secure. If I had this thing when I had the Raptor, it would have been amazing. When we would travel, we would have to take our Pelican cases and then put them in the cab when we would go to like get lunch or at night because they weren't secured. If we had this deck drawer system, we wouldn't even need Pelican cases. We could just have a production company underneath the bed of the truck. Maybe if you're a contractor, or a plumber, electrician, Deck's two full bed length drawers can carry up to 200 pounds of whatever you got. They roll out waist high, giving you easy access to your organized tools and your gear. Deck has a true 2,000 pound payload capacity load floor, so you can put a whole bunch of stuff on top of it just like the truck when it was stock. The drawers slide in the load floor, plus they're weatherproof, protecting your stuff from both elements and theft. It keeps your gear secure, it's out of sight, and it's out of mind. And if your tailgate is locked, you then can't open the drawers and remove the system. Drawer locks are available for added security and peace of mind. And they've also got a full line of segmented storage organizational accessories like toolboxes, bags, cargo tie-downs, and more. The deck drawer system is 100% made in the USA, backed by a three-year no-hassle warranty with second-to-none customer service team ready to answer all of your questions. Get your decked drawer system at decked.com slash smoking tire and get free shipping. That's decked.com slash smoking tire for free shipping on your decked drawer system. Decked.com slash smoking tire. Neat product. I wish I wish I had it when I had my truck. That really would have helped us. <laughs> that would help my back not having to pick out all those cases every day. Um, we're also brought to you by Netgear and their new Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Is your Wi-Fi struggling to keep up with streaming, work, gaming, video calling, and more? What about everything. It's time to treat yourself and your home to the world's most superior Wi-Fi system, the Orbi Wi-Fi 6 by Netgear. No more buffering, no more dead zones, and no more dropped Wi-Fi connections. What I love about the Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is that I can use multiple items, always get a strong and fast connection speed. My wife, she's conference calling, uh, calling into her office remotely all day long. At one end of the house, I'm uploading footage at the other end of the house, and you need reliable Wi-Fi for that, so this is the product for you. The Orbi 6 is perfectly engineered to ensure a faster, superior Wi-Fi connection across even the most demanding and sophisticated smart homes of any size. Upgrade to the award-winning Orbi Wi-Fi 6 and untapped crisp 8K video streaming with crystal clear audio and faster speeds across all your connected devices with zero interruptions. Are you ready to experience exceptional Wi-Fi? Upgrade to the Orbi Wi-Fi 6 and save 10% today. Visit netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi with promo code SMOKINGTIRE10 and get 10% off. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi uh, and code SMOKINGTIRE10 to save 10% off the Orbi Wi-Fi system. We're also brought to you by Stat Hero. Did you know that 
85% of people who've played daily fantasy sports lose. Is that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Until now, Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Uh, Stat Hero has made fantasy sports more fun for me because I have a better understanding of who to draft and what players I should watch for. Fantasy sports players need Stat Hero because you're in total control. It's daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. -on -one. So play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash tire. You sign up for free, and right now you get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. So go to stathero.com slash tire. That's stathero.com slash tire. All right, folks, on this episode of the show, my pal Hannah Elliott, who writes about cars for Bloomberg Business Week, is in studio joining us. She's given us her Pebble Beach report, having spent a week up in uh, Monterey writing multiple stories for Bloomberg. And uh, we're talking about the old cars she rolls around town in and um, sailing for no apparent reason on the Smoking Tire podcast. Completely. And Michael Pollan had this whole book called How to Change Your Mind. And I've, he, I've read oh. it. My wife has it as well. So yeah. that really got me thinking about it. it. Did you get it for Hannah, Zach? Sarah did. I think. Sarah, Sarah got it Sarah for Hannah, Reddit, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're recording it or not. But, we are. Um, great. But it's okay. But honestly, I think it's fascinating to read the history of hallucinogens mm. and how they started and then were co-opted by the military and then co-opted by counterculture and yeah. now they're used for therapy for people dealing with grief mm -hmm. and I read uh, Breaking Open the Head which was from like uh, probably 15 years ago okay. and it was you know some fucking white dude who went down to the jungle and did all the Ibogaine stuff yes. oh. I think it's was it, I want to say his name was Daniel Pinchbeck does that sound right? it's an author's name right? I think that sounds uh, right I'll go with it um, yeah Breaking Open the Head Breaking open uh, V head, a oh, psychedelic journey into yes. the heart. Yeah, that's it. Is that Daniel Pinch? What's his name? What's the author's name? Pinch Daniel Pinchbeck. I can't yeah. believe I remembered that. Yeah, I read one. that 2003. Wow, very good. Yeah, I read good. that in college. Very good. That's a, that's it's oh, it's probably not up to date for what they're doing today. Yeah. But yeah. it was like got me on that. Like, oh, this is a a, a thing that can right. be done. Right, yeah. right. I I just think it's fascinating in light of like every uh, there are a lot of pharmaceutical things that you can take mm -hmm. that are probably far more dangerous to play around with than things from nature. Right. And <laughs> I was talking uh, to some folks about maybe doing the uh, the ketamine therapy as mm. well. Mm. Um, mm. So, you know, I, I quit smoking weed like two years ago, two what? weeks ago, two what? weeks ago. Yeah. I've had no weed. What I went from smoking that? an eighth a day well, for 20 I, I years. I kind of knew that about you. <laughs> yeah. What changed? Soul-crushing anxiety that... Prompted by the No, I, I was using weed, and sorry, audience, if this gets repetitive. Uh, I was using weed as a way, as a medicine for anxiety, but yes. I actually believe it was causing more than it was solving, and cutting it out despite the fucked upness of withdrawals for two weeks I actually think I'm right uh, I, wow. I, I think I think it incredible I think this the strength of the of the stuff mm -hmm. that we get today mm -hmm. um, 
you know, which is like hot 30% THC if it's a plant or mm-hmm. 70, 80, 90 if it's mm-hmm. concentrates. And that combined with the, the volume, which is mm-hmm. high, um, really was uh, not not serving me anymore. And it, it used to be a social thing, yeah. but it's not anymore. It was just yeah. me. And so it wow. was medication. And so I, I cold turkeyed it also with caffeine at the same time. No ca- I haven't had caffeine for two weeks either. Whoa! Obviously, I'm not short on energy. Which was harder to kick, the caffeine or the weed? I don't know, because I experienced the same symptoms at the same time, Whoa. which, of course, when you're suffering from anxiety and those withdrawal symptoms overlap oh, yeah. with the mild COVID symptoms, oh, can yeah. really send you into a fucking spiral. A spiral. And I, I was tested, too. They, my case got fucking taken oh. with my footage, and I we got it back, thank God. And then my flight to Atlanta on Monday, uh, we lost all flaps on the descent and made a fucking landing with no flaps. We Whoa. landed at over 200 miles an hour. Like On we, Monday? On Tuesday in Tuesday. Atlanta, yeah. That was two days ago. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Whoa. It was, and I, you know where I was sitting in the plane? Front row premium facing the flight attendants like this. Were you watching their faces? Fuck to yeah, see I was, it, yeah. dude. Yeah, and? And, we're, and, and so, so, you know, we're <laughs> descending, right? We go to 2,000 feet, and the pilot smashes the throttle and points the nose up. And when that happens, you go, okay. Not good. Now I'm looking around for what else is going on. Okay, now the bug ding, and the flight attendants, you know, pick up the phone, and they're back. And they're, you know, they're they're outwardly, hmm. But but down here, at their waist level, they've got their Delta-provided smartphones. And they're showing each other what I can see, because I'm sitting here, emergency procedures. And they're, they're looking back and going, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and I'm like, fucking this. I'm like, yeah. mm. <laughs> I'm quiet. I'm right here, but I'm just at the, mm. please nod at me. Please yeah. tell me something. Yeah. I'm fucking freaking out in my, in my head. Of freaking course. Freaking the fuck out. Was and, Hannah with you? No, I was by myself. And uh, it's a good thing she wasn't. She would have not gone well. But, uh, you know, they're okay. And then the pilot comes on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've had a bit of a mechanical issue with our flight control systems. Mm. Uh, I've been on the phone with the company. You're calling tech what? support? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and uh, we're going to have a, a bit Thank of Thank you for calling Boeing. <laughs> and we're going to have a bit Your of wait a- wait time is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you have a purchasing issue, press one. If you have a flying in the air issue, press two. <laughs> And do you uh, want to call back or yeah. do you want to wait? And so, uh, you know, he goes, we're going to have a bit of an unusual landing, but it will be fine. And I go, oh, God. And so, you know, we're, we're now just we're now just kind of cruising around. And I'm like, are we burning off fuel? What, yes. what is what are we doing? Yes. What's the move? Yes, we were. Um, no, that was not what we were doing. What <laughs> what they were doing was trying to fix the flaps, which we didn't have. So we, so he coasted it. He idled it down from 5,000 feet and like swirled it around a bunch. And as we're landing, you know, you, you fly a lot. Yeah. You know the noises that planes yes. make? Yes. There's no flap noises. It goes That's straight bad. from engine to landing gear. And I'm just like, Whoa. oh, fuck. And now, now it was really cloudy. So I, you couldn't, I couldn't really see what was going on because it was so cloudy. Now we're below the clouds. And now I see how fucking fast we're going, and I'm like, oh, holy dude. shit, this is a fast descent. And uh, and now I look up at the flight attendants, and I'm, I do the this, I do the okay, yeah, okay, yeah. and they do the this, they do the yeah, yeah, we're yeah. okay, while cinching the fuck oh. out of their seatbelts. <laughs> 
And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So I'm like ratcheting the shit. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. And they asked the guy next to me to open his window so they can see, see. out. And I'm like, oh boy, okay, how shit. And they're looking at the palm pilot, the, the phones. Phone, ding, ding, okay, ding, ding, okay. And I'm just wide-eyed oh. and my palms oh. are so sweaty. Yeah. And I'm like gripping yeah. the fucking seat. And as we get down about 50 feet above the road, I'm like, we are going so fast right now. Oh and uh, you know he puts it down he does one of these deals where he kind of like yeah. you know backs kinda it in backs it sort of hockey stops yeah. it a little bit oh. you know points the nose up yeah. and, and then drops it and it's a little harder than oh. normal and it, it's the pilot was a jeep smooth it out you know no problem guarantee you three quarters of the people on the plane had absolutely no, no idea. idea there was anything wrong and as we come to a stop I lean into the flight and I go hey we didn't have any flaps right there did we and she goes are you a pilot and I go, uh. no. And she goes, because that's exactly what happened. I'm like, fuck me. So tested. What the airline anxiety. was this? It was Delta. It was Delta. Are you, are you satisfied with how they handled it? <laughs> yeah, no, the, they, they, were, they, the they were a G. And the guy fucking sitting right next to me. Incredible. He was like half asleep the whole time. Yeah. And he goes, uh, is this going to affect my connection? And I go, <laughs> I'm like, this guy, like my Whoa. kingdom to be that guy yes. and just be so oblivious. You know? Are you, you, guys, normally... you guys are a buddy cop show waiting to happen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just automatic gunfire and you're freaking out and he's like, dude, they're missing. They're, they're yeah. terrible shots. It'll be fine. <laughs> say, I'm finishing my fucking sandwich. <laughs> Now, are you normally a nervous flyer? No, or are you no, okay? no, no. So no, this really totally was a good test for mm -hmm. the uh, negative, the, the yeah. weed delete. Oh, yeah. And the it was coffee gnarly. delete. It was really Whoa. gnarly. I was very sweaty. I would be kissing the ground when I got off I that plane. I gave the flight attendant a hug. Yeah. And she, and she said to me real quiet, she goes, we were about two minutes from grabbing our ankles. And I went, oh, must leave right so, <laughs> Oh, that's the crash position for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, just yeah. To clarify. Yeah, that's the crash, crash well, position. That's good. And then I was like, I, I was <laughs> like, uh, to the flight attendant, like, you guys want to go to the bar? Situation. I was yeah. like, I'll, I'll, yeah. drinks on me. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, we have to fly to Sacramento right now. And I'm like, oh my God, you poor women. I can't believe Now, that. do you wish that you hadn't been aware of that situation, like sitting back a few rows so you- Man, how do you, how do you take that? Do you, uh, would you rather be- If something's happening, I want to know. No, I want to know. Me too. So I can freak out properly before <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I want to know. Yes. Yeah, I want uh, yeah. the level of freak out to be proportional to yes. the level of danger. Yes, and I would have been just like you watching, just watching them because I know if they're nervous and yeah. I'm nervous. You can't listen to what they're saying. No, you no, have to no. watch you their eyes watch. and their hands. You got to watch. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I do know, you know, planes are, it's like cars kind of, planes are so much capable of so much more right. than right. they do on a daily basis that for whatever we feel that feels a little off, right. the plane can handle it and 10 times that amount like a right. car. Yeah. But still, right. it's terrifying. Right. Like if you're driving a, a Ferrari down the highway, yes. you know, most people, you know, they operate within this margin. Of course. Right? But like if you had to make some crazy evasive maneuver, the car could probably of do no it problem. and people would freak, but it'd be yeah, okay. But, but like, it, the car's made to do that, right? but we don't want to have no. to do that. <laughs> and, and it's not like, you know, the guy's doing some crazy banking. Oh. It's like we don't have a system that we need uh, <laughs> i actually wow. you know i i later um on my return flight home which was uneventful i'm standing at oh, baggage God. claim right and <laughs> a pilot came up to me and was like oh dude I, you know i like your show and whatever and i go do you have 30 seconds and i go <laughs> 757 300 from 5,000 feet no flaps landing i go one to ten how sketchy is that 
goes, well, is it fit 757? He goes, that's a very tough aircraft. That, that aircraft can really take a hard landing. No big deal. He goes, it's unusual, but we train for that in the sim. He goes, you probably hit the ground at over 200, didn't you? I go, yeah, man, we were moving. He goes, yeah, that's, that's scary stuff. He's like, but you were you were all right. You were yeah. all right. It was fine. Yeah. So wow. it was, yeah, it was wild. So. Yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> welcome to uh, welcome to the show. Hannah Elliott is here today. That's a, a late intro. I do the intros at home, though, so it's all I, good. I love it. I'm here for the ride. So nice to have you. It's nice to be here. I love the studio. Isn't it this great? This is proper. It's a good place really to do radio, proper. right? Yeah, the audio is really good, too. <sighs> I mean, it separates you. I feel like everyone... In COVID, did a podcast. <laughs> this is a real. This is the real thing. Yeah, we took it. We took it seriously. Yes. Yeah, and it's actually what. It's actually the stuff that you can't see in here that makes a bigger difference, like the air gaps in the walls and oh, special cool. concrete on the floors, special tiles and bullshit stuff that don't matter. Love it. But you got to go to Pebble. I did do Pebble. And your pictures look yes. great. It was. It was great. Mm -hmm. It was. I did not know what to expect. Was it your going first in. one? No. No. You know, I've gone for probably fifteen years, oh, okay, but I just yeah. mean. After last year of not going, mm -hmm. and then, you know, a first kind of big, big event, mm -hmm. the New York Auto Show was canceled. Like, you know, it was supposed to be this week. Yeah, and they stuff canceled is still like weeks. iffy. So things are really iffy. And also, I had multiple uh, executives pull out of interviews at the last minute because they weren't in the country or oh. they didn't want to come because of other various reasons. That was what I heard is that the that it was busy, but there was a distinctly yeah. ab absence of an international crowd. It was yes, it was definitely. It was a little bit. It was a little bit. It felt different somehow because of fewer Europeans, a lot fewer uh, vintage cars on the road. There uh. were a lot of hyper cars. It felt a little like South Beach in a way. <laughs> Um, it turned out it was big, just Orange County it, it, uh, yes, just went on it vacation. Did, it, <laughs> it, it did feel, I mean, very few air-cooled anything that I saw just driving really? around. DJ Polly was spinning at the quail. Yeah, right? I, I definitely <laughs> caught that set. It was a great set. Um, can't wait till next year. But yeah, That's so you know, interesting. It's yeah. all these hypercars now. There was and a, there, yeah, it's a changing of the guard. Well, do we think that that is because the maybe the older folks who would bring the older cars decided to not come and the younger folks who have the newer cars and they're a little more pragmatic they know they're going into traffic yeah. so like I want a car with fucking air conditioning yes. I, I think that's very true yeah and you know it's kind of counterintuitive because you would think as you get older you're going to want easier driving yeah but I don't know. It's like the young no. kids that want. I think the, the older. I think the older folks are more. They want to commit to yeah. the to the thing that it's yes. about. Yes. Whereas the younger folks are like, eh, whatever. Yeah. That's what yeah, it's about. Whatever, whatever it's about. Yeah. I don't, I don't even need to own the thing. You know, as long as I have access. It's all. Right. It's an access economy rather than an ownership economy. Yeah, yeah, and it's and. You know, reading about you know the Countach, and I saw oh, the new yes. this new Venom F5, which uh -huh. Hennessy and Hennessy said they've sold it out. So they sold. It's, I mean, I don't know how true that Whoa. is, but they said they twenty four units sold out already. So like, oh, I believe that. I mean, this this sort of new money seven figure yes. car is the gold standard now. Are we? Are we just getting old? Is that? I wonder that. I'm like, am I getting old and cranky, or is it changing? I think it's both. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, talk about the Countach. I was not into You saw it in person. Yeah. Is it better? I accidentally walked past it. Is it better in person Um, than it is in pictures? It looks like an Aventador. It's like a nice Aventador. (laughs) Um, It it looks cool. You know, I like Lamborghinis. I think they're very cool. Yeah. Um, But you could easily walk past it and miss it. Yeah. And part of that's because, of course, it's built on a Aventador platform, but also doesn't have a big wing. It's not like... It's not a grab you type of car. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they had it in a different color, but you know, of course, white makes a lot of sense. What a thing to say about an Aventador base, though. It's like it's not a grab your attention yeah. kind of it, car. But right. it's it's true though, and you know, it felt a little. And I'm a big fan of Mitya and uh, you know, Mr. Reggiani and all those guys. They they didn't. They could have gone out more on a limb, I mm-hmm. think, with it. It still looks awesome. I, I Again, talking about sold out, you know, of course it's sold out, or they say it's sold out, and it's a cool car. I would totally own it and drive it, and I love a Countach. Um, but, you know, it's it didn't feel like they really pushed pushed it like they could have. Yeah, but, well, I, it just, it. I don't think that, I think Lamborghini does forward Yes. Well, more, much better yes. than they do backwards. Yes. In you fact, know. you know, I, I spoke with Mr. Winkleman, uh, the head of Lamborghini, and he has told me multiple times he doesn't like nostalgic cars. He does not like doing the modern recreations. He doesn't like diving back into the history. You know, I asked him, are you going to do a Mura? Are you going to do Remember an Remember that Mura Espada? concept from like sure. 10 years ago? That was he pretty cool, He doesn't like doing that stuff. He thinks it's a limited, creative bucket, and it's just looking back and, you know, it's very Carl Lagerfeld. You don't want to go back. You want to go forward. Hmm. So he's not really behind it. You know, he said, of course, in this one, it was okay. They they did it. But I don't think he's a big fan of. I bet he's a fan of money. Right. I bet he's a fan of $285 right. million. Dollars Tough to, to argue with that, right? Cars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I, I don't, I hope we don't end up in this place that manufacturers understand so well that there's so much more profit in these tiny volume cars. And it just means that the stuff that is a little, I mean, not that, look, a a Huracan or a a F8, it's not not that these are accessible, but like, it seems achievable. Like, it seems like I could have that. On a good day. Yeah, Yeah. as opposed to something that's $3 million. It's tough to, like, get that number really. And you kind of understand it's like the same couple hundred people that just buy it, they just hoover it all up. Yes. And it's like, is that that driving the culture forward? Is that, is it, you know, not that these for-profit companies should necessarily be (laughs) socialist for for everybody, but, but it feels like when you, when you're, Focusing your resources on an ever narrowing customer base, mm-hmm. it seems like that might be a little short sighted. Yes, <laughs> I, I I'm thinking of the Valkyrie, right? Uh, you know, and now we have the Valkyrie Spider, um, and we have. Who yet do you think to passed see... up on the coupe for the well, speeding? <laughs> we have yet to see either, you know, and and um, like delivered right. being used. Um, so, like for Aston Martin, to your point, they've got the DBX SUV, which is doing really well for them. Of Are they course. selling a bunch of them? Yeah, you know, they. I saw something the other day that like they quadrupled revenue 
in in the second quarter because of the DBX. Of yeah. course, I okay. don't know how profitable that makes them quite yeah. yet. Four but, times one is four. Right. Four. Right. <laughs> so, but they're at least you know they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they've got the SUV, which of course we know for most of us drivers, the SUV segment is seventy plus percent of cars. Right. And then you've got these multi million dollar supercars, and that's like the two things, you know. And then there's nothing really in between. I will say, I'll give Aston credit. I've, I see a bunch of vantages around L.A. People are yeah. buying them, cool especially in a roadster form. I'm seeing a bunch of them. Interesting. Okay. I mean, it's anecdotal, but yeah. in, in here yeah, in yeah, our yeah. city, yeah. I'm seeing more than I expected to see on the road. I think people want Aston Martin to do well and I to make too. good things. I do, I'm, too. I, like, it's such a cool yes, thing we, that you want just, it to succeed. Like, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. with Valkyrie... Compared to Countach, like if you're going to go for the three million bucks, you got the Formula One powertrain. Of course, the thing looks like a fucking F Zero yes. car. You know, so you can and fly. the spider looks even in more really insane. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. They should it have just awesome. left it with no. Wind. They should have just done the Halo, like the F One <laughs> yeah. Halo. Why not? I, don't know. I mean, they're already going that direction anyway. If, uh, just... if Koenigsegg did a windshieldless thing, oh, they could do the be... Halo. Oh. You know, I have never heard anyone say a bad word about Christian Koenigsegg. You ever meet him? Yeah, sure. Best. He is the best. I spoke with him on Saturday. They he had probably ten of his cars, including the CCR, all on the lawn, all together, um, up to the Gamera or Jamera. However, is it, is it a soft well, G? Well, I asked them. They said either one is correct. Oh God! They, they, when they I asked me that, well, no. I did ask because I I would say Gamera, but. I heard him say Jamera. So then I said, well, which is it? And they said either, but make sure you say Yesco. Don't say oh, Jesco. Yes. They mm. said the only one okay. that works. That's his dad's that's name, his dad's right? Name. Yeah, so yeah. it's Yesco. But with Gam- I say G- Gamera. I, it's written like that. Correct. Yeah. Anyway. Gamera. That's how G- I say it. I like that too. Gamera. Yeah. That thing does look pretty cool. It does. I'm it looks awesome. so excited. That's for how you that do a four seat sports car. Ah. Yes. Gorgeous. I can't wait. But I mean, back to that, your point to Koenigsegg. I mean, those cars are cool. Yes, it should have a halo or something. I just think if you're, yeah, you're gonna go for F1, go, let's go all well. the way, right? Well they're, they're, you ever drive one? They're, those that no. wrap around windshield is really something. Really? It's really something. It feels different. Very fighter plane. It's cool. totally. It changes it when you when you all of a sudden don't have an A pillar. I mean, it has it, mm-hmm. but it's it's about eight inches further back than mm-hmm. in most cars, which actually makes them kind of funky to get in and out of. But but that windshield wrap is... Mm. It must be something that, because you've always had cars with these pillars right here, I don't even really think about them, but then mm-hmm. to have them drop. Same thing like you drove a Model back. X, right? Yeah. Tesla, when you, all of a yeah. sudden the windshield yeah, you're right. goes up it, here. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. The Model X is a piece of shit, but that windshield, <laughs> is that was an innovation worth doing That's because true. it really changed the user experience. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to get your pilot's license? No. Are you? No. (laughs) Why did you say that? Well, because you were talking about planes, and then I was thinking about the wraparound and how you you like that. It seems like a thing for car guys to do. Totally. Go ahead and get the pilot's license on top of everything else. Totally. You don't aspire to that. The wife got me uh, one of those intro to flying classes at Santa Monica Airport. It was super fun. Everybody should do it. It was like 90 minutes. It was great. Did you have the controls in your hands? The whole time. Take off to wheels up to wheels down the entire time. But it did not make you want to go through. No, it did. But then they told me what you had to do. You can't casually fly. No, you have to no. go headfirst into it and spend your time and your money yes. and your commitment. And you know what really where they really lost me? Huh. 
the fucking radio chatter. I didn't understand oh. a word of that. That's oh, really? my buddy. So Justin, he's a pilot. My yeah. friend was out here, and same with Mike, um, Mike Musio from Edmonds. He's a helicopter pilot. He's like the hardest oh. thing is the radio chatter because I'm listening on the headset to what's going on as we're flying over two airports. It, yeah. It's codes and different things, yeah. and you have to know what it all means, and yeah. that's like the, one of the yeah, hardest language of the test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh. It's definitely appealing, mm-hmm. and like you know Tanner, right? Mm-hmm. Tanner, he uses his plane like a car. <laughs> I mean, he flies mm-hmm. himself to the track, he flies himself to Big Bear, Practical. he flies himself to gigs, yeah. and, and it saves him time, and he really enjoys it. And he can, it really expands his range of where he can go for yes. a gig. Yes. He came to fucking, he lives in Newport, and we had him on a, on a gig last year, and he flew to Chuck Walla for the day. <laughs> That's cool. Track day in over, own, and he, t- his he own took plane. off. Yeah. And he okay. fucking flew home. It was awesome. Cool. I yeah. mean, I, I, it's incredibly appealing. That's an entrance. But you got to, uh, you got to commit. You know, Jamie Lippman does that too, mm-hmm. and Aaron yeah. Robinson as well. I did not know. And George Notaris, wow. like so well, many of see, us. See, this are is a thing. It. it is. I get it. Yeah. We do, we, yeah. I chose boats. Oh, I chose interesting. Because I already had a okay. baseline of knowledge, okay. and I just committed to the to committed harder to boats. Not sailing though. No sailing. Sailing. I'm a captain. I did not know. Zach and I have gone to True. Thailand and Tahiti and chartered fifty foot catamarans. Bareboat. I'm the captain. It's fabulous. Unbelievable. It's but don't you have to do as much sort of paperwork and plotting out as, as a you plane? W- no. No. And not you can't fall out of the sky. <laughs> no. Like yeah. like you have to log everything on a plane when yeah. it's maintained, every screw, everything that's tightened. Like you have to log every single bit. Yeah. All the time, I've forever. Seen those logs. Right, and yeah. when you take off and stuff, but a boat is like, did we pull in all the ropes and do the thing? And, yeah, you know, a you boat know is doing. like you you do your classes, you get training, you get certified, you get you have your licenses to do this and that, and then once you have them, they're You're like, good. oh, you've got the license. Yeah. here's the boat. It's not Great. it's not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. that's cool. And, and uh, unlike planes, like a sail, whether if you're on a twenty foot sailboat or a fifty foot sailboat, a hundred foot sailboat. As long as you know which which rope is connected to which thing, uh-huh. it's all the You're same. You're good. All the same. Doesn't cool. matter. Yeah, it's great. Come sailing oh, with us sometime. I'd love to. I can't. Do you go to Catalina? Is that a thing? It's a very long sail. Oh, we just cruise okay. locally okay. here. But, cool. But um, one day we're going to do an over, a, a weekend to Catalina. Cool. Um, it's like it's probably about six hours to sail there. Just the two of us? Zach and I. Zach and I <laughs> sounds romantic. Corporate, a corporate trip. Wow. See that right there? That's when we started talking about sailing. That's the oh, thing. no. <laughs> right there. That's Get the, it up. Everybody it, leaves. Oh, you no. start talking about yeah. sailing and everybody leaves. Not good. Not good. <laughs> That's okay, great. Wait, let's quick, go. We'll quick. Go back. Yeah. We'll go so, back to Pebble. But the lack of cars. interesting traffic. Yeah. That's a bummer, kind of. Yeah, huh? it, it definitely felt different. I it, and it's it was very tough to you know Pebble Beach doesn't want to share total attendance numbers or anything like that. But I did ask them uh, before going into it, how are you adjusting for everyone? And they said they extended the footprint of of the actual Sunday Concours so mm-hmm. that everything was more spread out, which oh. made it very difficult to tell actually how many people were right. there because it was a different footprint anyway. So tough to tell but i mean there were a ton of people there Did, people I had mean, a great time was it fun yeah it was fun all right i mean it, it's it's very fun but also um i get paid to be there because that's my job right so it's a little bit different uh than people who pay to be there getting and, their money's worth right right and it's it's also different than you know um content creators who might be on TikTok or some of these other platforms that the youth are on these yeah. days. Um, 
that that contingent is there too increasingly which is very interesting to see mm -hmm. um, it definitely changes the tone of things because these are not car people right so it's great because I'll see people I knew in New York you know out there on a press junket for a, a some oh, brand they've been picked up as a lifestyle sure. influencer sure that's yeah. hilarious so it's really interesting because what's the farthest person from a car person that you saw out there like doing a gig you know fat New York fashion kids uh-huh that, what, I'll, I'll leave what, it at that. Well, so what, how did that, like, how did they end up on a gig there? Because they're very cool people and they're very stylish. And like a liquor brand or a, an automotive brand will identify them and be like, we need this person to DJ our party. Uh, or we need okay. this. We want this person to be associated because he has, he has these amazing double-breasted suits and these very cool loafers. And mm. they look great I, I, on are, our Instagram. These are great people. Yes. So they, they uh, kind uh, of like uh, pluck them out of New York and then drop them into the middle of Pebble Beach. Oh and God, they're like, be oh, so lost. Completely. And I kind of love <laughs> talking with them because they're just like, what is this place? That's so funny. But it does, it's does sort of change the tone, you know. Um, I went to the works reunion that Porsche puts on on the Saturday, and it definitely was all the same cars. Right. There, I'm not seeing a lot of new blood there. Well, the, so. I mean, the classic race cars are the classic race cars, yeah. right? It's like, is there a 997 Cup car class yet? Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, the, right. I know. Right? Are they know. are they running are they running nine nine sixes yet? Those cars are you know, you know 20 technically years old. they should. You know what's so weird about Pebble is. Is it's at least the the Concours itself is is this really it's pretty frozen in time for the most yes. part, and if you look at historic, you know, look at like photos of like the 1952 Pebble Beach Concours, <laughs> the cars on the lawn are like four years old, they're or, or less. Sometimes they're brand new. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. and it's like now where it's like 60 years later, yeah. And it's that's all those cars are the same period. They're just yeah. 60 years older instead mm, of being interesting. brand new. I mean, and I think in one of the one of the articles that where they were writing about the Nazi car, uh, they were talking about that that in its original form, it was not a uh, an appreciation of the past. It was a salon oh, for sure. rich people to show off their coach-built shit. Uh -huh. And it was like a, a judging of coach builders mm. who were building mostly, con and they were building and showing mostly contemporary cars at mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. so Whereas it's, now it's rich people showing off the old shit they have. The, the same, cars stay the same. same. Shit. Right. I mean, the cars, it's like a dog show. Like, the cars are the actual ones that are invited. Whoever happens to own, to own the that car at that funny. moment that's a gets to point. come along with the car. But <laughs> right. it's the car that's invited, which also is a big reason why people buy these cars. Right. Because they know this car is going to be invited to this show and to this rally and to this race. And that's my entree that's into exactly. this other world of very I was, elite uh, I just got the new Haggerty Radius magazine. Oh, yes. And okay. uh, there's a whole article about... I want to do these vintage events. What car do I yeah. have to buy? It's and a it was, thing. Yeah, and it's like you know, okay, if you get there's like here's the blue chip shit. You know, you show up <laughs> with a you know a, a Ferrari two fifty uh, a GT or for, from the fifth uh, late fifties or a you know a Gullwing or something. It's a kind of a guarantee. And and if they the other way to like sneak in is to like <laughs> have like a a fairly cheap car like an MG, but that actually oh. raced at Le Mans yes. in, at once. Racing history, racing so history, and, yeah. And it was literally like, here's how you get into these events by buying a certain type of car. That's that's a good story, mm -hmm. actually. That's a very. It was good an interesting story. story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I do think about Pebble. Sometimes I wonder, uh, you know, 
uh, there's a lot of things happening in the world right now in the news, you know, Afghanistan, um, the coronavirus in general, and a lot of other problems in the world. And Pebble Beach can seem very out of touch, too. Right. So, you know, sometimes... I found myself walking around thinking, is this like the end of like the Roman Empire? You know, we, we're here at this we're huge fiddling, orgy. Fiddling on this floor. There's a little, it's starting to feel a little bit like that. And I don't, it, this is not a criticism. It's an observation that there is a sense for me of, you know, this, there's this lawn and multi-millions and millions of dollars worth of cars and people concerned about status and all of this stuff and drinking champagne and it does feel a bit out of touch. It's very self-congratulatory. Yes, yes. So there is an element and I think you can definitely attend and go for the pure love of cars and the passion and the enjoyment and I love the people watching and it's a great time. Yeah. But, you know, it's I find myself thinking you know, this uh, I want to be very careful to remember that this is a very insular circle that is pretty out of touch with a lot of things happening that's in the world. that's true and i think yeah. you, you you don't you know you're not a hypocrite if you recognize that and also appreciate the beauty of a coach built automobile absolutely and and i'm you know i i retweeted uh, uh raf and kevin's pieces about the winner being a fucking nazi car and yeah. i'm not i'm not even as a jew i'm not like personally offended mm-hmm. by a nazi car being you know we've got auto unions that 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 sure. do, that show there's a whole bunch of interesting automobilia that is tangentially connected to the Third Reich, and I don't necessarily, unless it's got fucking swastikas all over it, I don't think it necessarily should be eliminated from being shown places, Mm -hmm. but it would be nice if there was a little bit of awareness, I think, and a little bit of of, of maybe humility, but like maybe yes. Pebble Beach is just the wrong place for that. It might be the. It might be you know you don't you don't go to what's the what's the word you don't go to the hardware store store for milk. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, totally true. I mean, you know, look where it takes place. It takes place on right. a, on a on a golf course. Right. That. A, a normal Tuesday is five hundred dollars yes. to play a round of golf, yes. and that—that's you're all you're from. You're already it, coming from a place of extremely high status. Yes, and and that's true. And this is not—it's not a a moral or a character judgment on people who do golf there, but it's just recognizing that this is a, a um, you know, ex- exclusive right. environment. And I think with the you know the Nazi thing. I I agree with you on that. I just don't like it if uh, it feels that someone is trying to hide sure. that past. You know, I think if you if they if it's presented in a way that this is part of the history of the car, we're not ignoring or hiding it. You know, as a matter of fact, and then we move on, and right. people can take it as they want to take it. I mean, I get that it's a really fraught uh, yeah. thing. Well, I think as we you know. As we look at our history as a country and as a world, and when people write about good times or the optimism of a nation or something like that, mm-hmm. it's just important to recognize who we're writing about, 
yeah. and who we are not writing about yeah. in that context. And yeah. so that that you know the optimism of Germany in the 1930s. <laughs> That yes. is a that is a phrase that is substantially out of touch yes. with reality. Yes. You know? yeah. So that's um, impressive marketing. That's yeah. real. That's some fucking <laughs> white literal whitewashing. Wow. There. That's yeah. So mm-hmm. so to uh, you know the car was beautiful. Of course the car is beautiful. Gorgeous. Mercedes arresting. Beautiful cars. Truly arresting. I mean you can walk down the lawn and there I could tell you the two or three or four cars that I literally stopped and was like. This is an incredible car. You know what and, I love it when they have to fire them up for the judges. <laughs> I love that shit. Two Me years too. ago, I had to push start <laughs> some fucking gigantic twenty liter thing. You know, they're clearing a path, and there's a, the owner is the owner's like sweating because the judges are there yeah. and it won't start. And of the, course, he's grabbing every big guy that he can find. Come here, come here, come here. I need, and we push, we push started this fucking thing. I love it. And when it fired up, you know what I mean? Those things fire up like the end of the world. World, yes. You know, and it was like, ah! I love that a... because that totally negates any artifice. Right. When you literally are p- out there on the lawn pushing your car in front of everybody, yeah. that is an equalizer. You <laughs> yes. cannot look cool doing that. 100%. But, and you're going to have to put your back into it, and that's awesome. Yeah. And then when that. it fires up, you have a hero moment. Yes. You know, it's it's and, cool. Yes. And that know? totally, that is pure. Yes. That is a really, and any, someone who owns. Uh, you know, a five thousand dollar car can relate to that feeling totally. compared to a five hundred thousand. I pushed car. started Jay's McLaren F one once. Oh on the wow! Snake. <laughs> How did that go? It was so light. It only took two people. <laughs> it was so light. What was wrong with the car? I don't remember, but it okay. just didn't want to start. But push starting it worked. Great. Um, there's we got it up on the screen. This is the yeah. five. It's a five forty k. Yeah. It's, I believe it's a five. I mean, it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. Yeah. It's got a I shape think, like a Bugatti, what, Type 57? You know, a bit, yeah. yeah, a bit like the... I think three-owner yeah. car, too. I mean, it, it is a beautiful car. Yeah. It looks like Hitler would love it. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it, you know, anybody would like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a good-looking um, coupe. Yeah. The, uh, but, I think if you have a, if you conduct a bris in there, you kind of even things out. <laughs> oh, you out. could, yes. Yeah. Now, now it's like saging the car. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's yes. important to get the yes. energy out. We have yeah. to conduct a Jew exorcism. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, if maybe if, if maybe if this person gives it to their child as a bar mitzvah present, maybe oh, that I could just bring that. it bring it right back That's around. That's right. Reclaim but these things. In the same vein of of. The, the balance of it being out of touch and then pure enthusiasm. When you said you not seeing the the old cool cars in the traffic jam, mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. me, that's the best part of Pebble Beach because that part is accessible to everybody. It costs no money to sit on the side of the road, plop down a lawn chair, you know, know. at the at the at, on do. Carmel Valley yeah. Road. Yeah. Uh, or on on uh, on on Seventeen Mile, yeah, or, or, or Ocean Avenue, exactly, and yep. just just sit there. I know, and an entire car museum will drive by you in an hour. I love that, and I love that, and and that. I hope that it's not. We're not seeing a shift where that is the thing that's eliminated, mm-hmm. and all the great stuff is behind the ticketed events because that was the most disappointing thing about the Monaco Grand Prix. Mm. I love the Monaco mm-hmm. Grand Prix. It was a privilege to get to go and and it was a it was like we paid to go. Like that's what yeah. I mean by a privilege. Yeah. But but they did such a perfect job of hiding the track from yes. anywhere you haven't paid to go that I was like, ah, oh, this is yes. they, you know, they they kind of like 
you know, maybe fuck the locals a little bit here yeah. and then fuck anybody who can't afford these really expensive tickets. And yeah. that was just my favorite part of Pebble. Yeah. Was to see what's driving around, what's parked in front of restaurants, what's yes. in the parking lots, you know? Yeah, and everyone's generally in a good mood. You can go up to people and ask them. Yeah, it's, I don't have an answer on that yet because I still think things are a little unsettled after mm. COVID, you know, so... It may have just been a weird year. Yeah, it might not be a permanent um, shift. Yeah, it, it may not. It's too early to tell. Um, but I do know what you mean about Monaco. That's the only place I've had to hit, literally hitchhike to get somewhere <laughs> because I, you can't get you can't in. Get Once they close the course, you're, it's you're over. Fucked. You yeah, really, yeah. truly are. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's a, that's a tricky place. That's a, it's once in a lifetime for better and for worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, but what else? Uh, did you hit the quail? I hit the quail. That was that. Yeah, was that? It, that's it, usually the, my favorite yeah, of the parked it, car events. Again, um, you know, that's where they debuted the Countach, of course. And um, the quail was great. They had uh, a lot of new car debuts. They had the Rimac Nevera. How does there. that look in person? Cool. It looks like a nice yeah, looking car. Cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And apparently they're letting some folks drive it. Hey, r- yes. hey, Ramats. Mate Ramats, paging. Yes. May I please have a go in your 2,000 horsepower, ridiculous Nevera? I know they had a couple in L.A. Well, what the that Drag Times dude ran, what, an 8.5 yeah. quarter, quarter yeah. mile in one? Yeah, which, I mean, I, I am very excited to be watching this company. That's a good-looking automobile. Yeah, I mean, it is. It it's, is. It's got and, uh, some really nice elements going on. I mean, if you think that Mate Ramak is 33... That's crazy. And he is going to be the head of Bugatti. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. And he has had Porsche give him $70 million to And a lot develop. of companies have leased or bought some of their tech to, yes. f- to uh, power their to hypercars. Their yes. and, yeah. I mean, this it, is... like it's that good. He's vetted in so many ways. Does, the, does this car, uh, is it, does it look like a, or does it, if you get up close, does it feel like a production quality yeah. vehicle yeah yes it does i i don't think they've produced i think they've produced maybe two yeah just so just the pro yeah the pro, but yeah. but but in yeah. terms of you know yeah you get to it's that on price par point. well it's on par with mclaren is it that cheap no i mean the the interior quality i mean it at oh. least yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is on par with that which isn't the best in the segment but it's but it's a production it's quality. Yeah, a new yeah, company fine. though yeah. i mean if you're if you if you're if you're a, if you're a mclaren yes. with a, a brand new company that's acceptable yes. i think yes. for sure yes yeah. i would say that that's cool it'll be interesting to watch um but yeah quail quail it, it felt like sunday's concord too i mean the same the same mix um, they have a lot more modern cars that do ha- it. That's the so. thing. It, it, the Quail definitely is a OEM showcase mm. of, you know, that's where all, uh, you know, Bugatti had a press conference. Rivian had a press conference. Uh, Lamborghini did. Bentley. The Bacalar. The Bentley Bacalar. Can we talk about oh, that Oh, that's car? that Speedster thing yeah. they've done? I, I saw that on your Instagram. I had never heard of this before. Yeah. What the fuck okay. is this thing? That is that right there? I don't second row think on the it left. even photographs very well. It photographs. It, I it, have to tell you, it doesn't photograph it doesn't, well. Uh, that picture I looks. Get, not I good. know, and people are so excited for. I was shocked. Um, people who can have pretty much anything are bummed that they can't get one. Here's that's it's, a better picture. I think. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I don't think it shows great. But in person, it looks incredible. They're making 12. They could have sold more than twice that. Um, Do we know what does the name mean? It's a a lake in Mexico. Oh. 
Okay. And it, it's sure. spe- it does not have a top at all. Um, I do like that. Is, I like when they commit yeah, to no They roof. committed to truly. Like. Each one is a different color. Um, five are coming to the U.S. Obviously, and, they're sold, yeah, right? They're yeah, all sold. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they did say they could have made easily twice. I think they may have made a tactical error and not just decided we're going to make 50. They, they mean, could have done a couple hundred of them. Yeah, probably. Oh, easily. they've got, oh, and they're doing this thing Each that one is uh, different. they're naming the commissions. Yes. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And a couple, the first one got delivered during Monterey Car Week. I don't know who got it, but they did deliver the first one. And that was not it, the one you drove, though? That was not the one I drove. Did you drive a, pre- a press car or a it, demo well, or something? Well, yeah. I Engineering mean, it, prototype yeah. or something? Yes. And it, it's great. I mean, it's very much a Bentley. Is this um, like, I feel like this is a good indicator of Bentley's increasingly sporty nature. Like the yes. cars handle and turn and like Completely. the fact they built a speedster. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's That's like pretty them cool. and, and Boxster Spider kind of doing this shit. Which... Is true to their heritage, because if you remember the Bentley guys and the Bentley blowers, yeah, yeah. that's actually pulling from their heritage. This is a good example of they're in touch with their heritage, but they're also pushing it forward. Well, but, And they're not cool. just picking and choosing styling cues from yeah. a blower Bentley or something yes. to put on this. Like, yes. like Lambo, when I went on the launch of the Urus, were you there? In Rome? No, I went to the oh. Palm Springs one. Okay. I'm not as cool as you. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, I was but, on that launch. It was in Rome, right? But in the, not, uh, not in the, remember when they pulled up the press slide and they showed the styling cues that were pulled from the LM002 and put on the Urus? Yeah, that was a stretch. I have never rolled my eyes so hard. <laughs> like that yes. little black triangle. Yep. I'm like, yeah. give me a fucking yeah. break. Yes, so, yes. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> I'm glad they haven't done that with this. No, it feels very authentic. And true to them. And they cool. use the word Moliner. Are, is yeah. Moliner Park Ward still a thing, or do yes. they just own the name? I think it's still it's a still thing. A My understanding. Well, it's owned by Bentley. Oh, they it, acquired it. 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 Okay. Uh, yes, yeah. it is in house with Bentley, but it's a separate uh, location. It's a s- separate under the Bentley. Okay, so head. it's a coach. It's an in house coach, coach building, building facility. Okay, yes. cool. And so, I wonder what else they're going to do. Um, see that blower? There's like s- that one. Yeah. So. That is a recreation of a 1929 mm-hmm. car yeah, that they so also made in Mortar. Yeah. So those two cars are not actually, quote unquote, all that different because they're both made by the Moliner That's hilarious house. that those two cars, pull up car. that picture, Zach. Are both of those fucking things are made in one yes. building? That's yes. so funny. And they're, That you know, color is very good. Yes. What is that? Is it like a mint? It looks like gold. I, I don't know. Gold? Some like, sort it's of, very gold. Is it yeah. JRG? It looks very JRG, <laughs> which you, I'm not you know, into. Jewish oh, racing gold. Oh, that's okay. the, like the Lexus wow. champagne that's from the early. That's a factory color. No, it's what I call it. It's the Lexus champagne <laughs> from the early '90s. Picture uh-huh. any 1990s Lexus in champagne. Yeah, that's Jewish racing gold. Okay. Yeah, it's my one of my favorite colors. Wow, that stitching is awesome. It's cool. Zach, do you have that picture up? Yep. That they're really doing the a way good job. they for the radio people. They've got this diamond stitch on the seats, and as you get higher and higher up the seat, seat the stitching gets tighter and tighter yes. and denser and denser. It's very. It's cool. really cool. God damn, do it's, they do stitching well? They, it, knows they thought doing. of everything. Yes, that's lovely. It's fresh, and it's, it's not. What, it's just a speed routine. under there, right? Yeah, GT speed. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. That I looks know. great. It's, I'd like to Bentley. Can I have a go, please? That looks good. It, mm. it it's pretty exciting. So, what do you think about <clears throat> the? You drove SF ninety, sure, right? Yeah. And uh, what do you think about the inevitability that a lot of these cars, as we move towards electrification, are going to start to feel awfully the same? I think it's already happening. I know, but it's going to get worse, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
It's when do you think bad. peak car was for engagement? Oh, engagement oh, versus usability question. and performance for the, for not hyper supercars, no, no, right? No, for, Just for like sports for, cars. I don't know, like the nineties. You think so? Yeah. Uh, we've had different people. I think most most of the people I ask say it was somewhere between 2005 and 2010. Okay. Uh, when you could still buy a manual Ferrari. Um, when, when BMW Lam- was having good years. BMW then. had a great run. Yes. Uh, Acura in mm-hmm. 2005 would sell us an RSX, an NSX, and a CL Type That's S. That's cool. Yeah. Good point. Um, and uh, I think I think 2005 to 2010 was probably peak okay. peak analog car, and there's a few great analog cars that you can still buy. Yes. But at the at the high end, which drives the market, we're really moving towards a lot the of hybridization and integration of electric stuff. And part of it too is because these companies are all buying each other and partnering with each other. Right. I mean, so of course they're going to share technology and platforms and parts and everything I, they're all blending i mean yeah but like to me like a porsche a corvette and a ferrari mm-hmm. right a, a porsche mm-hmm. gt3 a corvette C, c7 zr1 mm-hmm. and uh and a ferrari uh 458 okay those cars whether you're on a racetrack or whether you're sitting at a red light, mm-hmm. feel completely different. It's a they, completely different life philosophy. Right, but they also, they they vibrate different. Mm-hmm. They rev different. They sound different. And you, you notice those differences whether you're going fast or whether you're going yes. slow. When you have a, an electric car, maybe it's got 500 horsepower. Maybe it's got 2,000 horsepower. Maybe it's got 3,000 horsepower. Mm-hmm. But when you're sitting at that red light, mm-hmm. It feels the same as every other electric car, right? It doesn't, it, it's, you have to really push those limits to find the differences. And yes, roads haven't changed. No, <laughs> you know, no, it's, 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 we're definitely driving appliances a lot of the time. And I think that's going to yeah. continue. I don't think it means that driving an electric car won't be exciting and fun. Right. But it can be. I agree. It, it can be. I, I do too. And I think, as we see more and more electric cars come out, hopefully we'll see some diversification yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. But I do definitely agree that it's very difficult to talk uh, objectively about differences in a lot of uh, appliance-like mm-hmm. vehicles, especially um, you know mid-size luxury SUVs are all very similar. Yeah. Uh, mid-size elect- uh, luxury sedans are all mostly very yeah, similar. Yeah, our, our Mach-E is yes. very, very similar to a Tesla Model Y. I yes. mean, there's really... So was that a brand... Hairs. Was that a... For you, was that a... A moral choice? A, a moral choice yes. specifically against Tesla for I was, you. Was I virtue signaling? Is yes. that what you're saying? That was a... <laughs> uh, yes. That was I not about the I prefer to say I vote with my wallet. Uh-huh. That's what I that's yeah. what I say. I I, I don't uh, I don't think that Tesla's products are being marketed in good faith. And I also don't in terms of the uh, the the semi-autonomous capabilities. Mm-hmm. And I also knowing what I know from people who work on those cars and modify them for performance that the build quality is incredibly substandard. And so yeah. um that you know I wouldn't I don't want to trust my family to that product. Um it's not I'm not like I I've ended up buying when I buy new cars if I look in my entire history of new car purchases, um, 
disproportionate numbers of Fords. Mm-hmm. I don't doesn't necessarily mean I call myself a Ford guy or anything like that, and I don't buy them because they're Fords. But it just so happens that Ford tends to come out with new and exciting product around the time that I need a car. I bought a Raptor, I got a mm. Fiesta ST, mm-hmm. a Focus RS, and now a, a Mach-E. Th- those are exciting products. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just because they're Fords. They, mm-hmm. they in their own way, um, are, are um, pushing that those classes of vehicles forward. I mean, the Raptor, was in, this is 2010, Raptor was like, fuck, it was, you know, know. It was not as mainstream as it is now. So. Um, What's your favorite appliance of the appliances? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. It's tough, too. You know uh, what is going to sound really weird, but I do think Polestar is a very interesting proposition. I don't know if I would call it a favorite, but I do think they're quiet and they're overlooked. But they have money, and they have engineering, and mm-hmm. they have an OEM behind them. Mm-hmm. The styling so, I, I like. Yes. I, did you drive Polestar 2? Sure. I thought yeah. it was a really nice product. Me too. Yeah. I, I don't really understand why no one talks about them or knows about them, and they don't seem to be pushing. I don't even... If I decided right now yeah. that I wanted a Polestar 2... You couldn't get one. I don't know what I would do to get one. No. Where would I, I find I don't, one? I don't know. I don't <laughs> really... It's right. a bit of a mystery. I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit of a mystery, and I'm sure, you know, if, if we called them, we'd get a really nice answer. About... It looked like they were about to set up those showrooms like yes, Tesla had, but I know. then they went away, and I don't really know. I know. My I know. wife and I offered... We tried to buy the Polestar 1 press car. The dark blue one. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they were like, they even were like, okay, we'll call you when we're done with it. And then I never heard it from them again. It was fucking badass, that thing. Really good, right? It was so good looking. Yeah. And it's kind of like you never hear about it. I've never seen one on the street. No. Come to think of it. So I I can't really. I think I maybe have seen one or two. I can't determine I mean, well, the that coupe, they weren't. The Polestar pressed. 1, I think they were only selling like 500 globally. Oh, yeah, no, the one, the one is very, very rare. But the yeah. two is supposedly a mass-produced yeah. car. Yeah. But actually, yeah. I think Volvo, I would, a, a full range of electric Volvos would be great. I because know. Because Volvo's powertrains are their weak I know. point. Either I know. They're, they're, their transverse six thing was weird, mm-hmm. but it just didn't work that mm-hmm. well in practice. And this thing with the supercharger and the turbocharger, it's just... It's a little confusing. It's way weird. too complex yeah. for the yeah. power it makes. But the XC90 is like one of the best what SUVs. What a fabulous car. Completely. And a really fairly priced and the whole package, really. XC90 EV? Yes. Oh, that's delightful. Right. Oh, that would right. be so great, right. wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be, that would be like most of the way to a Range Rover. I True. know. The interiors are I know. beautiful. They're, they're great. Really that beautiful. white suede. Mm. And it's just quietly thoughtful. It just, the whole thing, um, I'm a big fan. So if they could do that in like a appliance. But the powertrains are not, they're yeah, not but, inspiring. But, but why, do, I mean, I don't think most, most people. Most people don't give a shit. Yeah. Most people don't give a shit. I, they don't. I, I'm just I trying to say how that they could be better. That's all. Yes. Yeah. Um, speaking of Ford, will you be purchasing a Bronco? I don't think so. Okay. But you see the one outside? I'm driving a press car. No, I didn't. You didn't see the two-door Bronco no, parked outside? No. Yeah, I have one right you now. You drove past it. Did I? You drove really? right past it. Oh, that's it. very telling. You can, we can what color is it? Red. red. <laughs> that's really it's, funny. Yeah, we, I was I, very I've driven it from the airport to my home and from my home to here. Okay. And in the first eight miles, I'm impressed. Okay. I am cool. impressed. Cool. I, I think it is it, all, the, from the first hundred feet. It's 
a much better product than the Wrangler for street driving. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Um, it's tighter. It's it's more solid and spacious. Um, and uh, this one has the bigger engine and the automatic. This That is an excellent powertrain combination for this thing. Uh, it's a two-door, which I, I, yeah, I'm about the two-door. It looks sure. good. Um, and I really am impressed with the ride on the street. The ride is really, really good. Um, and, and and that's all I've done is drive from my house to yeah. here. But but so far, this is an impressive product. Cool. Should people go out and pay $90,000, including ADM? Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. If you showed up at my house with one of these and you said I paid eighty dollars to $90,000 for it, I'd be like, you are a grade A moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I it's do think bad. you can have just as much fun in the base version, or or close to it. Uh, Zach drove a base one, didn't you? Did you drive a manual? Not the no, Bronco I Sport. Dro- oh, the, no, no, the, 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 the just the yeah. base of the big. No, one, we the drove real Sasquatch. Bronco. We drove like oh, that's cool. high, highly spec ones. Okay. Yeah, but the base ones can do a lot. Sure. And uh, Dave, the guy that runs Rally Ready, who co-hosted with me, he had ordered a base one. He's like, I want to yeah. see what this thing can do bare bones. And yeah. then modify it from there. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's cool. That's the way to get into it. So far, it yeah. seems pretty nice. I, I will. I'm gonna have. We're probably gonna make two videos. I'll probably make a, a road driving and an off road video because it's it's worth it. Yeah. With this one, and then we have two door defender coming next week also. Okay. So and we have Outback Wilderness. I'm really oh. excited for the Outback Wilderness. Have you seen this thing? No. This is yeah. an Outback. Okay. That's got a lift. Okay. And cladding and bit knobbies and some skid Sounds plates like and shit. Yeah. Oh. Already. Oh, that's cool. It's neat. And we're going to take it off-roading. Subaru was like, I heard Johnny Lieberman called you out and said an Outback could make it up you the trail you test on, so we're going to send you an Outback. So they know what we're doing. Oh, they said that. I was like, Johnny called me out for Okay. No, apparently Johnny called us out. But, I mean, this thing is pretty cool, cool. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when companies lean into the thing that they- Me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. When Ford went from Lightning to Raptor, I was like- Yes. Yes. This yes. makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Fortune favors the bold here. Just yes. lean in and do it. But forget new cars. Yeah. What I love about you and your man <laughs> is that you guys really uh, you live you live you live true. You live your the life you present on social <laughs> media is the life that you guys live in terms of using your old cars as cars, and that mm-hmm. keeps them alive and well. Yes. What did you That's drive true. down here? I drove a 1975 Rolls Royce Silver Shadow long wheelbase. In it's brown. In olive green. Oh, is it green? Sorry. It's actually, the interior is Belize brown. Uh. I will say it's it's actually the only, it's my only car. It's the only it's car so I own. Um, and it's knock on wood, it's been really reliable and great. I, I love it. The only it's, other person I, really I know who it. owns one of those and drives it a lot and it works great. Yeah. It's the ones that sit that don't work. It's the ones that sit. I think, um, you know, pipes and hoses and things need to be flushed through mm-hmm. on, on regular basis. It turns basis. out rubber rots. Yes. Okay. You need to, you need to keep it going. Liquids yeah. rust. Yes. You got to moisturize. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I will say it has one funny little quirk, which is that somewhere something in it drains the battery. Uh, it so sucks. Turns out I, it's British. Yes. Turns out it is British <laughs> after all. So, but the thing is, but it has it a kill switch. afterwards. Yeah. Sorry. It has a kill switch in the back. So if I I know it's going to sit like overnight. I just flip the kill switch and then that deads all the okay. electrics and then it's fine. Yeah, yeah, but nice. you know, I just had to have a few dead batteries and then I realized I'm just going to kill the switch. You could, and on, I, you could put on a tender also. What's that? A battery tender? It's what oh, we use here. Oh, I could. The kill switch is eat, but you, the, when you parked here, you open the trunk and I, I just think pop you it pop off. The, yeah. 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 Switch. Is the battery so, in the trunk? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Is it easily accessible? Yeah. It's very easily. You know what? Yeah. I, 
Uh, if you want, I can have my guys install a quick connect <laughs> really? on the on the battery. Do you have okay. park it in a garage? No. You park it on the street? No. Well, no. In the driveway? No. You know, this is a bone of contention with my significant other and me because no, I have to park it on our roof. <laughs> your fucking roof? Yeah. Do you live is your house upside down? Um no, we live in a loft. I had this conversation with Zach. Oh, this is at your, your current house, this not your brand new house. Yeah. Okay. Not the, no, this, the, so there's the big garage with all the cars, but we actually live in a loft down the street and uh-huh. around the corner. And in that big loft building on the roof, there's parking. Uh-huh. So I park it on the roof <laughs> at the loft because there's no room in the big, in the garage, big garage with all the other cars. Oh, my God. So it's just me and my baby, you uh, know. Can you on run the roof. a power cable to it or not? Uh, no, oh, okay. not then, really. Then I yeah. won't help. I, I would say I'd a, get you, I'd give you a tender. You. We're sponsored by thank Optima. You. Well, I got a hundred of them. Thank you. I would happily give you one if you've may, got somewhere to plug I it in. I may um, have a little think about somewhere else I can park it in <laughs> and then plug it in. If you have a, if you have thank, room, I'll happily donate a tender. But it's a beautiful thank car. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, I don't really know much about the history of it. It had a, it had a lot of owners. It's a, a longtime California car. But, um, you know, that car I traded against an SL. Uh, I remember the black one the, that didn't really work out, right? That one was a bit of a that one, even though you know everyone says those cars are great, and they are great. I think I just had a bit of a limit on that. That I one mean, was, you know, great is a pretty relative term. You're still yeah. talking about a 40 year old German car, yes. and and yes. at that point, there are almost no generalizations you can make. You That's know what very I mean? True. People ask me about this all the time. That's like, very true. What I'm thinking of buying a a BMW 325iS. It's like I can't make. Any yes. generalizations. Yes. I can only talk about the very specific yes. one you're looking at. It's like children. Yes. Do you like children? Well, I like some children. <laughs> it's like I was, humans. I was know? listening to, do you know Dimitri Martin? Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. The comic? Yeah. He had a, he, I was listening to some of his shit yesterday, and he's like, he's like, when you're talking about kids, you have to be very general. You have to say, I love children. <laughs> if you say, I love 12-year-olds, oh. it sounds yeah. completely different. <laughs> That's a completely different thing. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. I mean- People ask about the SL, and you know that particular one didn't turn out, and this particular Rolls Royce. I mean, out great. right? Yeah, yeah, counterintuitive, right? Yeah. This so-called reliable I know. '80s car, I know. it was '70s, um, '88, that was not so great. Yeah, and this car and that then, everyone assumes is I fucking know. terrible actually it's, works good. It's really good. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Who do you, like who it. works on that thing? Do you know Charlie Agapu? Oh yeah. Oh, I love Charlie. Anyone who doesn't can you tell? Know, do you do you tell everybody who he is, and not he, just a guy who works on old Rolls Royces? He Forces? worked on. He was part of the pit crew of the Ford team that beat Ferrari. Yeah, he's in. He's represented in the film Ford he, versus yes, Ferrari. Yes, he yeah. a British guy. He's probably around eighty now. Yeah, he and his wife run a shop that only works on Bentleys and Rolls Royces, yeah. and he's had it forever. He's also a big fan of uh, Bikram Yoga. Because oh, Mr. Bikram would take his Rolls Royces to Charlie, and oh, yes, yeah, that guy was like a fucking a kind of total like a cult quack. guy yeah. who had all Com- the Rolls Royces. He did. Yeah. Uh, he was like kind of a televangelist, but <laughs> yeah. for yoga, yeah. he had all the Rolls Royces. And Charlie somehow hurt his he like injured his feet, and Bikram said, "Come, come to my place, and I'll cure you." Yeah. So he started going, and now he's like, you know, Charlie's probably close to eighty, British guy best, you know, salt of the earth. That's who you need and working on your car. Exactly. Uh, Donnie, who works on my Italian cars, uh, Donnie Calloway, okay. he has a, a Turbo R that is oh. his daily driver. And Charlie Charlie works on that. Yeah. 
I mean, it, everyone, if you own one of those cars, you probably take it to Charlie. I mean, when but when I, I gave Donnie a ride over there once, he goes, yeah, we're going to Charlie Agapoo's. I mm-hmm. go, why do I know that name? Oh, you know that, that name. And he goes, he oh, is. yeah, because he fucking, because he worked for He's Carol legit. Shelby yeah. at the time you wanted to work for He's Carol Shelby. He's extremely legit. Yeah, the G. Yeah, is that his Instagram, Zach? Yep. Oh, can we follow them? Let's make sure to he, follow yeah. Charles Agapu, it's A-G-A-P-I-O-U-L-T-D. The thing I love about them is you'll call them, you'll call them, I'll call them at like 7.30, and it's an old British guy who answers. Here's the photo, look at this, here's Charlie with 10 miles at, at, leaning over the fucking hood of a 289 Cobra at Laguna Seca. And Charlie's 21. That's fucking crazy. That's epic. Wow. Yeah. We're, yeah. sur- we're surrounded by legends here. Right around the corner from here is a, sh- a tiny little shop, the super faded sign, the Skendrian Racing Cams. Okay. You ever heard of them? No. This was the guy who made all the cams for these uh, guys. And Skendrian. It was like, Skendrian, yeah. Okay. It's, is it Iskenderian? I-S-K-E-N-D-E-R-I-A-N, I think. Okay. And it was like Shelby, Edelbrock, Agapu, wow. and then this guy. And they would drag race here up and down Jefferson Boulevard. They called That's- this Jefferson Dr- a Dragway. That's really yeah, cool. Look at this. That's this is really 1973. Cool. Yeah. Charlie is briefing Mario Andretti <laughs> at Riverside Speedway. Wow. Mario yeah. Andretti's in an, in an M20, M20 McLaren, McLaren. Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's probably great. qualified to work on your 75 uh, I would think so. Yeah. He's got his brother Tony answering the phones and they sound just the same and it's great. I, mean, I kind of like, all family. I've kind of been looking at Corniches. Like, I, not seriously, the but 81 like, Corniche was my dream car before shit. I got the, dude. That is the best, coolest car. They're really cool. A white or black. Or Jew- JRG, man. Oh, oh, Jewish Racing Gold that's Cornish, the arrival. for sure. I mean, it's not going to be that expensive, but you will feel like a million bucks. But I feel like they're a lot more expensive than you th- Every time I see one listed, I'm I'm surprised at how much people How much want are you seeing? I'm, I'm under under that. 50, right? Oh, really? I'm I mean, I'm asking you. I I, I was usually sitting, more. I, Really? Yeah, there you go. Oh, I'm more. shocked. We'll have to take a look. We'll go. Yeah, we'll we need go, to do we'll a dive browse, on that. I might be out of out of date we'll, on my Corniche we'll, we'll prices. Split one, yeah. <laughs> I I will do that. I. You know how I got on the Corniche bandwagon? This mm-hmm. is going to be embarrassing. Troop Beverly Hills. Really? Remember the Shelley Long movie? Well, Troop sure, Beverly but Hills? I don't remember the car. She rolled a Corniche. That was her That's car. That's very. I love the era. I mean, Troop oh, Beverly Hills so cool. is a DL car enthusiast movie. Really? There's I need just to rewatch the, it. There's like a scene at the beginning where they where she decides to to take over the troop and all of the. Uh, it's like a Girl Scout fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, of course. And all of the Girl Scouts. Her daughter's played by Jenny Lewis, the uh-huh. singer. Really? Yes. Wow. When my wife was like starting to listen to Jenny Lewis, I yeah. saw the picture of her. Yeah. I was like. That's the chick from Troop <laughs> Anyway, Love all it. these Girl Scouts are arriving at Shelley Long's home, being dropped <laughs> off by their parents. Oh. And the stuff that their parents are driving yes. is incredible. Oh, I need to watch this that This one woman is, rolls up in a Countach. Someone else is, rolls up in a Gimbala uh, Porsche Turbo convertible. There's a Corniche. There's like awesome. Jag XJS on wire wheels. Like wow. DL. This is a supercar person Who movie. Who directed this movie? No Do we idea. know? It, it, I want to... F- I want to say, can you look it up? Wow, car guys are I don't everywhere. Even, I can't believe we're taking this tangent, but can you look up <laughs> Troop Beverly Hills on IMDb and find out who important. directed it? 1989. Jeff Tori Spelling wow. was in it? Wow. I don't even remember Tori Spelling being in this. Wow. Jeff Canoe. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Craig T. Nelson? I wonder what. Is it? Yeah. 
Wow. I did not. I do not remember Tori Spelling yeah. being in it. But no. yeah. Oh, right there. That's that great. the girl with the glasses. <laughs> Look at the outfits. That girl right there. Yes. Her her parents are like in a like a they're like Venezuelan like drug lords or something. How do you know this, dude? I saw this movie a million wow. times when I was a kid. Love it. It was fucking. I'm a. I'm a I loser. need to rewatch. Oh, is Tori That's Spelling great. one of these girls? Which one looks like Tori Spelling? The blonde. Uh, I mean, probably. That, she's too young, though, right? No, she, she would be too, the, right that, the right for age for this. She would be the right wow. age for this. Huh. Anyway, moving on. Love it. <laughs> we got questions from folks. List. Only a few because okay. the conversation was good. Uh, right. But here we That's go. That's good. When there's less questions, that, that means a good sign? yeah, it means it's a good really? show. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, Adrian says there are slim pickings of affordable rear-wheel drive sports cars between thirty and fifty thousand dollar range. Well, we've got two new ones just announced: the new right. eighty-six, the four hundred Z. There you so, go. Is mm-hmm. it called four hundred Z? Uh, yeah, it's called 400, right? And what do you think yeah. of that? It looks cool. Looks I need cool. to drive it. Yeah, of course. But I, it looks nice. It looks looks cool. They yeah. did not. I think they did a good job with retro future there. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, it's more future than retro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Anyway, what car would you bring back for that price range? What what dead car would you like to bring back in the low to mid? Uh, priced sports car tier? He suggests uh, Fiero and MR2. I mean, MR2 would be a, would yeah. be a great one. Be cool to have rela- more more mid engine options. That yeah, are cheaper. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, let's see. What's dead that I miss? Hmm. The Chevy Beretta? No. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, love the Beretta. Two thousand. <laughs> yeah, nice. Honda could. Well, and, and uh, yeah. we, they teased the Acura Integra. That could be promising. Okay. They did tease a return of that. There you go. Um, it's going to be a crossover. Probably. Bring back the legend. If you, the legend would be Acura well. They legend. have. That's what the. I mean, that's kind of what the TL, TLX is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that what it turned into? Because I owned a, a two-door legend coupe that was. Well, very the legend cool. became the TL. Okay. Which then, yeah, is now TLX, yeah. right? Because right. the legend was an Accord coupe, basically, right? It was like based basically. on that, and, and then based once, on once they split them off, but they couldn't. It was hard to sell. Um, the legend to the American market when it was like you can go get an Accord that looks for the same, same for less for money. Less. Yeah, yeah. Did you have but, the boxy legend or the curvy legend? The boxy one with that's the phone. I, that's what I learned to drive stick Super, in. I like it. Six, cool a six cylinder, five yeah. speed. Yeah. That thing would do burnouts. That was always what I knew about it. You could do a lot of burnouts in it. <laughs> um, yeah, MR2 would be cool. S2000 with a Civic Type R engine would be mm-hmm. the shit. Yeah. Um, Cameron says, uh, what are. Y'all's thoughts about electric motorcycles. Are they, are they the ultimate in commuting practicality? And is more technology on two wheels where we're heading? I like the idea of electric motorcycles. They I love work. them. Me too. Bring them, bring them on. Yeah. Have you, you ridden many? Sure. Um, the Zero I love. Um, the Cake is... The Cake? The What's cake? the Cake? It's I've never not, heard of that. not as good. Um, the Harley Davidson. Is Zero Davidson still line? in Zero? business? Sure. One of them went out of business. Um, that's oh, Alta. Alta. Alta didn't. I make did it ride right. their bike, and I thought it was great too. Oh, um, I've seen this one. Is yeah. this, are these are interchangeable batteries? Is that the thing? Uh, yeah, I think the that's the cake an one option. looks like a dirt bike, pretty much. Right. Right. It's more like a bicycle. An yeah, electric bicycle. bicycle. But okay. um, I mean, Harley Davidson has the li- the live wire. I was supposed to drive it, and then they announced the update. Yeah. And so I said, let's bump it, me down to the. Yeah, I think it's good waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. But in general, I think. Absolutely, bring them on. It makes a lot of sense. Any. It makes so. The one criticism I hear is, well, people think it's not as safe because you can't hear them coming. 
Mm-hmm. But I would say, if you think that you're going to be safe because people hear you, then you're not riding right. You need to assume <laughs> that they cannot hear you and they cannot see you. That's true. I think so, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And I the, I understand that, yes, if they can hear you, then it's another, it's a it's a layer. It's another layer. Sure. Yes. Um, but I operate, I don't need to be heard. I'm no. gone before you even know you, I'm there. No, you yeah. take responsibility. I mean, you of course you can be doing everything right and still yeah. and still lose it. And ve- like a Vespa is a fairly quiet right. piece sure. of transportation, and cars are getting more and more insulated. So, you know, the sound of a Harley or a sport bike, like you will hear, but there's other two wheeled vehicles that this might f- uh, replace in the market that totally. are also very quiet. I very love my Vespa so much. You've seen my Vespa, yeah, my green one, my yes. 300. I love it so yeah. much. If and and Vespa makes an electric Vespa. I know I've ridden it. But it's it. slow. Yeah, it's the equivalent of the fifty. It's not like I can't. That doesn't help it's me. It's like those scooters that you stand on. Right. If they make a fast, if they make yeah. a fast one, I'm sold. A hundred percent electric Vespa. Because I never ride my Vespa more than thirty miles a day ever. I do think the world would be a better place if more people rode two wheels. Totally. Totally. The yeah. school of fish thing in Vietnam or in Thailand yeah. where everyone's on scooters and like yes. there's like fewer laws and yes. fewer road markings and yes. fewer regulations. And it all just kind of works because everyone's situational awareness yes. is so good. Yes. It's great. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, pro electric motorcycles. And even Absolutely. more so, I'm pro electric bicycles. I mean, I'm yeah, super pro course. electric bicycles. Yeah. Like, Bring them on. There's in a city like this um, with weather like we've got. You know, uh, a, a bicycle, electric, like a Super 73, the vintage electric with a cargo box on the back, that covers so much use case. I agree. Although mm. I will say I hate the electric scooters. Hate them. The like, shared, like the bird, bird scooters? Oh, yeah. People are so inconsiderate leaving yes. them. They're every, they're just That's all over the problem. sidewalk. That's a people problem. People just kick them over. Just, they throw them I around. I just can't. I think they should go away. The, Not a fan. You know, just like... With uh, autonomous cars, I believe that AV technology should be geofenced and limited to the areas where it's best serves our needs, sure. right? Sure. Same thing with the sharing economy. Yes. Certain things should be shared. <laughs> Other things, yes. we can't be trusted no. as humans. No. <laughs> well, we, some of us clearly cannot no. be trusted. No. People, people can't yes. be trusted to share things. Yes. You know. Um, Joe says, um, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That was just a yeah. thank you for your flight. Bad flight story. Sounds terrible. Um, let's see. Solitary Hero says, uh, as a non-wrencher, is it realistic for me to think that I can daily drive a Porsche 914 uh, without headaches? Already own a 997S and a first-gen Panamera S. If you, in my opinion, and I'm sure you'd back this up, if you spend the money up front... When you buy it, to have it gone through with a fine-tooth comb and make sure that it is as good as it can be, and then you start driving it a lot, that's a very reliable car. Agree. Right? Agree. Um, my Safari 911, I spent the money to have everything done up front and has absolutely never had a problem, daily drivable, no worries. And yeah. I think the 914 could be the same. I mean, Get it sorted. Yeah. Get it sorted, and I think what you put into it, you'll get out of it. I think if you try to cut corners and that sort of thing, it's not as good. Yeah. I mean, I do think cars are cars are energetic in a way. And like what you put into it, and I, I'm sure my car's going to break down on the way home from me saying this. But, you know, what you put in, you're going to get out and just, 
Yeah, get yeah. it sorted. Do it up front. Right. You know, front front right. load that stuff. Swallow the bill. Yes. You know, have someone you trust, and yes. and 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 then drive it a lot, and and you know, it's like you get it sorted once, right? And then you're gonna you're gonna drive it a hundred miles, and you're gonna find one more thing. Yes. And then do it another round of that, and you're gonna go a thousand miles, you're gonna find one yes. more thing. And then yes. after that, you'll be yes. good to go. Yeah. 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 Uh, CL says I inspired him to get a 911 Safari. Can't afford a keen car, but got a simpler cool. build from Bring a Trailer. Uh, needs more work, possibly ruinous <laughs> money pit. Anything I would recommend to guide a safari build? Um, I mean, look, I didn't design mine. I just picked a color. <laughs> um, I would it's say that uh, tires are really important. Lee Keen has a relationship with BF Goodrich and loves his K- his KO2s. I hated them. They were noisy. They made the car steer really strange. Mm. When I put Falcon Wild Peaks on it, it drove much better. So there's one recommendation. Uh, recommendation two, make sure your bushings are all in order uh, because the Safari kit puts additional strain on them. Um, number three, make sure you've got a, a proper limited slip differential in that car. Uh, if you don't, your Safari kit ain't going to be worth much. Um, and then beyond that, just keep it simple. My car was is really the – the um, it was – Elephant Racing did it at the time my car was built. They now use a motion control setup, but the actual safariing suspension, that's a plug and play. You don't have to modify the tub or any of that kind of shit. Um, Keep it simple and don't overload your alternator with too much stuff. I learned that and I had to get an upgraded alternator because I wanted to have the fog lights and a good stereo and apparently... The stock alternator, if you upgrade the stereo and put the fog lights and run them at the same time, that's no good. So apparently you can push the limits of your alternator by having Hmm. a bunch of fog lights and shit on your car. So that's all all I've really got. Um, And lastly, I wanted to get to this before we got out of here. Uh, Still I'm... Still, SL Tillum uh, wants you to talk about you and Magnus got a, yes. a new old uh, yes. 308 GT4 Dino. Yes. It is very beautiful, that it's, light blue. Yeah, it's great. Uh, 1975. Where'd you find it? Um, it's a funny story. A friend of Magnus's from years ago happened to go on a, he's a carpenter, he happened to go on a job, he saw something in someone's garage, made a comment, they said, well, we're going to sell it soon, and he said, I think you might, I might have someone who wants it, sent Magnus a text, Magnus has kind of been looking for one, especially one that wasn't red. Right, after the one he drove for the Haggerty show, he seemed to enjoy. He really liked it, and especially one that was manual, sunroof delete, all of the things, and so, yeah, we we picked it up um, a few days ago. I've only ridden in it once. I haven't driven it yet, um, but it's a lot of fun. It seems to be sorted. Coco uh, was working on it down in Silver Lake. Oh, yeah. Um, you found it so, locally, though? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, uh, a, a place in Glendale. So, Are those uh, wheels the original wheels? Yes. They are? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen those um, wheels before. There's been talk of turning them bronze. Of course. Which, <laughs> which of course, you, yeah, of as course. you do. Um, but so I I can't say that I've driven it yet, but um, I'm I'm itching to drive it. There's a couple We've different like wheel options that look really good on those too. Yeah, you yeah. Can, I, you can run other like the regular 308 wheels, or you can run other different Campagnolo stuff. I bet you we will be playing around with those. Yeah. I mean, a little known fact: Magnus has owned Ferraris before, so this is not his first foray you know into the Tifosi. Yes. How the fuck did he fit in it? You know, I don't know. He finds a way. Where, the, yeah. where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of nice. I think he's excited about like just trying different stuff out. Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's lo- I love that it's not red. Me too. Yeah. Me is too. It tan it, on the interior? Yeah, it's tan. Yeah. The t- interior is perfect. I mean, the I like the GT4 because it has a back seat. Mm-hmm. So you can put like your dog the back dog. there or your bags or whatever. Yeah, the it's interior, way here's more an interior easy. shot. This yes. thing has a, it's got such a cool cockpit with all these I know, levers and switches really, on the yeah. dashboard. The AC works. I mean, it all works. Really? Yeah. AC works? Blows That's ice great. cubes. That's I mean, good. it's 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 really and um we got it for a pretty good deal. I saw one on Bring a Trailer that was red that sold for like more. Yeah. Well, these <laughs> so have always, always been a good... pretty good value in, yes. in Ferrari land, but I think it, only in the last few years have we really started to appreciate the shape. Yes, uh, it's they you know they really were unloved cool. for for a while, but now it's like the 400i and the 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 Bertone stuff is being a little more uh, appreciated, and that's good. I know I like it, and it I mean people smile when they see you. Like I always really like that. I I don't want to ever be the asshole in a flashy car, and something about vintage cars mm-hmm. reduces the right. likelihood of that a yeah. lot. So you get a lot of thumbs up from like old old guys which is you know great not in a creepy way and no, just like no. a cool way um i bet a so, lot yeah. of young people don't don't know what the no fuck they it don't is. yeah they yeah, don't. it probably hides yeah you, gotta, you guys are gonna ditch cool. that front plate ditch the, bumper. Yeah. And yeah. Ditch the bumper and the u.s yeah. are you, is that a u.s Wha- bumper yes it is watch this space can can you remove just is all it takes to take it off or is there another nose I that you have to put on i think it's screwed on okay although i'm yeah the not u.s sure. bumpers are never good we had a lotus that also had the same issue and it, we did take it off and i think we just screwed it off yeah Maybe my Countach had uh the u.s bumpers on it when it was delivered new uh, I still I have the U.S. Oh. rear bumper at my house. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what happened to the front one, but fucking good riddance. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> no, no, don't need them. I mean, that's no. an instant upgrade. Yeah, just get yeah, them yeah. off. On the in the rear, there's these these painted to match plastic covers that go over it's where the bad. supports went in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's the Countach working? Oh, it's fine. For you? Totally fine. Great. I mean, it, I had a break. I had one one breakdown. I saw that. I sent it I to Donnie's. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it was just a relay, as it turns oh, out. Great, but. It uh, uh, again for people last week. Quickly repeating myself. Um, it has this permatune ignition box in it that I was told makes the car run better on ninety-one octane. Okay. Donnie says that's horseshit, and he doesn't know why it was put in. Oh. But the car, the stock ignition box, should run fine on ninety-one, ninety-one octane. Okay. He is taking this thing out, and we're going back to the stock ignition Good. box. Okay. He believes the car should be as close to factory as possible to make it run the best. So that we're just going to do sense. that. It does. That seems like a very sensible it does. thing. Yes. How many um, stories do you have to deliver from Pebble? Oh, well, the great thing is I had two that I wrote before that mm-hmm. were published during Pebble, basically, and then I had two recaps. Oh, here we go. Uh, and this is, yep. if you go to uh, Bloomberg.com, so, uh, do we just search your name? Is that the best yeah, way to find so your stuff? Yeah, so like those top five stories are Pebble-related, and then I'm working on one today that I'll file this afternoon uh, about my conversation with Mata Rimac, mm. so that I had it at the quail. So, oh, that's funny. You, know, you interviewed six, Robin from uh, She's yeah, a character. Cars. Yes. Yeah, she is a Cars. And, it's, I mean, her her story is so cool, and the circles that she moves in, I just think, are fascinating. Really? It's very behind the scenes, yeah. you know. I've worked um, with her uh, before on some on some shipping, regular yes. shipping projects, and she's and a very nice woman. A very, very nice helpful. woman, and of course, Tony Rackley is yeah, he rules. wonderful, and um, 
you know, he's kind of the one who introduced me to her. So thanks, and, Tony. Uh, and that one piece I want to touch on before we get out of here is the auction market. You wrote oh, a piece on yes. it. Oh, yes. And $20 million for a McLaren F1. Yeah, uh, that new was, record. That was the headline. Actually, new. I expected it to go for a little more. I thought it would, too, to be honest. Yeah. I think some people there expected it to go for a bit higher. I thought so. I mean, uh, I think maybe, that's a pretty good... Someone got a good deal on that car. I I'll wonder that if way. that is... It's an amazing $20 million's a good deal, yeah. right? I wonder if that's because it needs a major overhaul if it's actually going to be driven and that's another two million dollars or something that's an interesting idea i don't i don't know i talking about like analog modern analog cars there definitely seemed to be at the auctions an appetite for some of the last of the analog modern cars Mm -hmm. and this one might also there was a 599 that. with a manual, yeah, I think, Yeah, like, right? I think an LFA did really uh-huh. well. There was a Nissan in there that did really well. Some of these older... Oh, the Skyline, the yeah. R34 V-Spec. Yeah. That was Sean's mm-hmm. car. Oh. Yeah, that was... What, can you look up what what auction is that? Was it uh, RM? It's in the store. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, it's probably in there. It's paywall, though. Oh, right. No, sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, we don't have a subscription. An EB110 did oh, really that well. That got over a million, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So there's this, so I don't know where the McLaren falls in that group, but definitely there's an appetite for that sort of it's thing. Not, it's not that one. This is a 95. That's not right. Go back, Zach. It's uh, go midnight, perp, no, 10, that one, that one, that one, that one. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, oh, no. That's from July. 10 kilometers. Jeez. That's, but that's I, from July. That's huh. not... Uh, I remember this car. Huh. Fair All right. We'll have to go back and look it up. But anyway. I know they got big money for it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, R34s, though, are... You know, that's... If you're into Japanese cars, yes. that is it. That's the it thing. doesn't... It really doesn't that's get any better than yeah. that. Yeah. And having driven one, hmm. um, it... Uh, I, I, I am Does it board. live up to the, to the hype? <sighs> I, to me... A stock R34 GTR mm-hmm. is a $150,000 driving experience. To, 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 to own one, drive one, be seen driving one, um, the, way it, the way the powertrain feels, uh, powerful and engaging versus analog and light, it strikes a very, very good balance with all of that stuff. Um, and and it's definitely a hundred and fifty thousand mm. dollar driving experience. Is it a five hundred thousand dollar driving experience? Mm-hmm. No. Now we're now we're talking about speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But they're really good cars, and mm. if you ever get a chance to have a go, okay. you really really I should. Will. They're I, fucking good. I don't know much about that little pocket of the market, so I'll have the, to. Well, the, so Skylines drive the entire import market. I mean, all of it runs on the back of Skylines. Everything else is a remora, mm-hmm. and so. Mm-hmm. Um, Hmm. It's it's you should go you should you should do a story with Sean at at top rank importers mm-hmm. because they they move units. I mean they yeah. they have they got warehouses in Japan where they store the cars till they're legal. Till they're legal, you can buy of them course. over there and they'll store and them wait. for you. Um, and they're moving them and selling them here. And I've bought a couple of cars from them. Cool. And um, it's a Ooh. very interesting business. I should talk to and him. And the type of people that are buying these cars are very interesting. Under forties. Yes, they're young. Uh-huh. They're young. It's cool. Mm. Cool. It's, I'm going to have to talk to Skylines them. are, for young people, yeah. among the hottest collector cars on, on the market. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, 
I think that's our show. I think that's what we've got, right? That seems like a show. I feel like I feel like we rounded the bases yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and now I, we, we didn't even give you a tour of the shop, so I got to show you what Let's we're doing. Do what we're doing here. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Hannah's column is on Bloomberg Business Week. Um, it is behind a paywall. I'm sorry. Sorry. But you can get free Hannah Elliott content on her Instagram. That's Han- true. Hannah Elliott on Instagram. Uh, she has an H. My Hannah has no H. Um, All are welcome. All, H's yeah, and H's, no H's. We don't discriminate yeah. about and about H's. <laughs> uh, it's Hannah Elliott XO on Instagram. Give her a follow. Um, and of course, she can be seen out and about being confused for uh, the spouse of Rob Zombie. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. He fucking called that. That was. I mean, that's hilarious. I think Sherry is pretty tall too, and of course she's blonde. So we get in the same boat. Magnus is more Rob Zombie than Rob Zombie. I know. When you put when you when they stand next to each other, Magnus is actually the more Rob Zombie of the two. I know. It's very true. (laughs) That's very funny. (laughs) You guys are a great couple. I love having you. But I'm glad you got to come on your own. I didn't. I I, I like you as an individual and not just part of a pair. Thank you. That's um, nice. Of you and to by the say. way, at most of this shit, he's riding your coattails. You're the journalist, oh, wow. and he's the influencer. You know, it's, <laughs> it's very. We both benefit each other, I For think. Sure. And I have to say, it's really nice to be with somebody who's in in the world, but not a direct competitor to you. Yeah, I think it works out really well mm, because yeah. we both understand each other's thing, but we're not like competing because we each have our own. Do you just things. talk about cars all day? No, we. I mean, no. It feels I mean, too you're, much I, like you're both work. people of, of varied yeah. interests. We but. just talk about you know beauty treatments and self care. <laughs> what, what you're and, doing with your yeah. hair? <laughs> yeah, and you guys could like share clothes. Yeah, this Some, is his shirt yes. for sure. Um, <laughs> this was his watch. Yeah, you know, we what share is, clothes. is that Porsche design? Yeah. yeah. That's lovely. Well, I mean, he gave it to me. Of course he gave it yeah. to you, but this is a, a it's like a 32 millimeter yeah. Porsche design yeah. with a Spanish day. Yeah. Spanish day. Where the fuck did this I don't come know. from? I think Hong Kong. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. This day date actually I wonder who made this movement. Do you know who made this movement? I, I don't know. It looks like it, it looks like it might Mano. be a Seiko movement, which would be crazy. But that's yeah. a very cool piece. Thank very you. you. Yeah. And All we, right. Yeah, we do share clothes sometimes. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If you can. <laughs> I can't share clothes with my significant other. I, that's the dream I've lost. So. <laughs> All right. That's our show. We are back. Uh, Johnny was going to be here. He bumped it to next week. He's on Monday. And then we got another crew show, and we're driving all kinds of fun things. So thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye.